Hello. Welcome to the first ever episode of Countering Intelligence. My name is Galen O'Connor, and that name there, Countering Intelligence, is based off of a joke tweet tweeted way back in 2014 where I said, Hey, hey, if I were at a comedy club, you know what I would call it? Countering Intelligence, and I would put across the street from the CIA. Yeah. Welcome to the first ever episode of Countering Intelligence. My name is Galen O'Connor, and the thing you need to know about spies is that they're behind you. Made you look. <coughs> to start off, I would like to cover just a couple of acronyms that the intelligence community uses. First acronym is this CI. Now, CI stands for counter-intel or counter-intelligence. Counter-intelligence is a field within spycraft. To counter every effort of the enemy, there are Russian spies everywhere. Under the covers of your bed, behind your window curtains, hacking your iPhone, they're everywhere. Your job is to go out and hunt them. That would make you a counter-intelligence agent. You're not just a spy, but your job within spycraft is to hunt other spies. And this is an entire field. Now, counterintelligence doesn't just take place within the intelligence community. It has to take place within every American heart. Your heart. That's where counterintelligence begins. Because as long as... As you are absolutely positive that America is great, even though there are a lot of shitty things about America, the reason you live here, the reason you love it, is because you know there's something great about America that other countries just don't have. That is the first step to being successful at counterintelligence, is to counter the narrative of the bad guy. Countering Intelligence is a joke tweet that I tweeted out one time. That's why this show is called Countering Intelligence. Because of a joke. Now back in the day, sleepers, they were a thing. A sleeper agent was somebody from a foreign country who was sent here to America disguised as American. Maybe they were even born here. Maybe even today there are sleeper agents in this country. The thing about a sleeper agent is that you have no idea who they are. They are, by all intents and purposes, an absolute American. But a sleeper agent is not an American. Their loyalties do not lie with America. Their loyalties are with the country that raised them. That raised them on the idea that America was bad for whatever reason. Insert reason here. Obviously, a lot of people in the world hate America. With good reason and with bad. But sleeper agents, they were a danger. They were especially dangerous in the 1980s and the 1990s. And right now, today, there are a few in your own neighborhood you don't even know about. This... As, as time goes on, 
there are more and more spies in the world simply because there are more and more people in the world. Do you understand that? With more population growth in society, there are more everything in society with the exception of careers that have been eliminated like ice block chippers and typewriter repairmen. The more people in the world there are, then the more people that the countries of the world have to send to keep an eye on all of those people in the world. But that is a logical fallacy because we also live in the age of the internet. Back in the day, you had to have a sleeper or even a fucking agent in your own country to affect change. Now here, today, we live in a society where you do not have to have a single person in that country to either keep an eye on the citizens of that country or to change people's minds. The only reason you need a physical person in that country is to either sit down and have a physical conversation with that country's politicians or other persons to bribe them with physical cash that cannot be traced online or to steal physical items or affect physical sabotage. That's the only reasons that you need somebody actually there. Think about it. How did ISIS and Al-Qaeda recruit so many fucking Americans who had never been to the Middle East and had never seen an actual human being employed by either of those organizations? They did it through the internet. They did it through fucking with people's minds. And that is the entire idea of today's efforts in intelligence you fuck with our minds from thousands of miles away the same way that drone operators drop bombs from thousands of miles away there is somebody sitting at a keyboard right now desperately hoping that you dear listener you human being are going to be fucked in the mind by them their keystrokes are lethal. Lethal keystrokes. That's the sound of a lethal keystroke. Monster. On the prowl. On the attack. On the offensive. And they're flying that lethal keystroke drone your brain and fucking with it and then they're digging a spoon and they're fucking digging out your prefrontal cortex and your amygdala the thing that, 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 that makes you think logically and they're fucking digging it out and they're putting it on the ground and they're stomping on it just like the people in the show Flyerfly who did to the girl. That was a great show. I miss that show. Joss Whedon, what an asshole. This 
is how they get you. They lure you in through little fucking tentacles of 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 fuck fucking spoons and 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 keystrokes. And then they fucking pounce. What do I mean by pounce? They ask you if you are willing and dedicated to their cause. Now that's a classic recruiting method. That is classic tradecraft 101 recruitment. Now comes the tricky part. The tricky part that we have to deal with today is narrative. Much more so than homegrown operatives. Narrative. Because you never even have to be recruited by the enemy to become the enemy. Here's what I mean. Let's say you are skeptical about elves. You think that elves are behind everything. And what if one day you met somebody online, a Twitter user, who confirms your suspicions that elves are behind everything and you follow the rabbit hole they've linked to an article on a website and you click on that article and it's a well-written article and you believe it is well-researched and it has pictures and documents and little underlining things on the documents and you start reading it and it looks like it's handwritten notes by a scientist locked in a lab somewhere in Siberia who's, who's seen these elves who are behind everything. And, and your, your suspicions are affirmed. And you've also made a friend. A friend in this Twitter user who, by the way, looks just like a stock photo of a wildebeest with a mustache and a strange hat. And this Twitter user who goes by LeggyLongs45, she says in her Twitter bio that she is a suburban housewife from Nebraska. LeggyLongs45 really is funny. But then she says something else. The elves... They're working with Joe Biden to ruin the world. Oh, man. And just when you thought things weren't complicated enough, the elves have to fucking get involved with Joe Biden. Oh, my God. Fuck the world. Burn everything. So, you and your buddies... You are reading all of this shit online, and then, and, and then somebody else, somebody else, another Twitter user named LoggyLegs69. He is a Democrat hardliner. He is a leftist, and he says, you guys are all fucking nuts. Fuck you. You guys are fucking idiots. What a fucking moron. There's no such thing as elves. 
and they're behind nothing. And then another Twitter user named Skeleton45 comes in, and he's a self-expressed don't-give-a-fuck opinioner. He doesn't give a fuck about anything. He's like, who gives a shit if elves are real or not? I don't care. What if I was to tell you that every one of those Twitter people, those Twitter personalities that you have met and interacted with, are the same person? An employee of the Russian government. And their only job is to confuse you. That's their only fucking job. They don't believe any of it. They have their own personal beliefs. The reason they're working for the Russian government is because they are patriotic. But the danger of patriotism in anyone's world is that the patriots are the hardliners. And they will do whatever it takes to make sure that their country comes out on top. And with the internet, it is very easy to take you, dear listener, and fuck with you. To fuck with your mind, to make you so fucking confused you don't even know which way is up. And so your only release, your only method comes in a tweet tweeted out by Leggy Long's this suburban housewife in Nebraska who says we're going down to the capital and we're going to make sure that they know who we are and you show up at the capital with a pitchfork and a bottle of Jack Daniels ready to fight. That's how it happens. That is spycraft amped on cocaine in the digital age, the age of social media, where many Many intelligence experts believe that we should just fuck off of the social media. We should just take Facebook and Twitter and burn them. Shut them down for good. It'll stop all of this nonsense. But, you know, that's not going to happen. Because once you release the fire, you can't stop the fire. What do I mean by that? Well, when you create a fake story, or, or even just a small lie, that lie spreads very, very quickly. And even if you try to catch it, it's gone. It's out of control. Have you ever jokingly said anything about anyone else that wasn't true? And then three days later, the entire school or office or wherever knew about it and believed it was true and were having conversations by the water cooler about it. Meanwhile, Jackson 
never actually ate a poached egg with cum on it. He never did that. That little white drizzle was butter. But meanwhile, everyone in the office or the school or the college or wherever, they think that Jackson ate a poached egg with cum on it. And they think he thought it was delicious. And they also think he knew it was cum because it was him who dropped his pants and jizzed on his poached egg right before he ate it. Yeah, no, that wasn't true. Jackson never ate a poached egg with cum on it. But now the entire fucking town thinks that Jackson is a weird-ass pervert. They keep their kids away from him, it's dangerous. And then a story about it hits the internet. And Jackson has to move to Los Angeles, change his fucking name, and become a stunt driver for a Hollywood studio, trying to hide his face away forever. See, this is the danger of rumor. The danger of false narratives. What you've done there is you've created a narrative about Jackson, and now Jackson's life is fucked. All of these are essential tools in intelligence. We have used them as long as the intelligence field has existed. But today, with the internet, it is so fucking dangerous when nobody realizes that these are things that people do. There are social paths out there. But there are also legitimately patriotic Russians out there and Chinese people out there and every other country. Insert the name of a country and there's probably somebody trying to fuck with you for whatever reason. Either after your money or they're trying to tear down a civilization so that their country can be the most powerful country in the world. Whatever the purpose behind their motivations is, they're, they're doing their job. And their job is to fuck with you. But you don't know that. And God damn it, what's true anymore? This is the danger of narratives and the danger of rumor. Rumor will get you killed. So don't spread rumors. Rumors.